There are so many amazing restaurants at Universal's Islands of Adventure. Located next door to the Universal Studios Florida, this amazing theme park has some of the best places for breakfast before hitting the attractions, quick service restaurants, and even what is usually voted the best restaurant in a theme park in the world. So stay tuned as we cover the top five restaurants at Universal's Islands of Adventure. So before we start getting into the top five, I'm going to share with you some amazing tips that are hopefully going to save you some time and also a little bit of money as well. Now, my first tip is at the quick service restaurant. So these are the ones where you go up and order and then you go and grab your food. So it's like the McDonald's, KFC sort of style uh, restaurants. Don't think that it's just going to be McDonald's and KFC kind of uh, food. There are some really great places to eat, which we're going to cover a bit later on. But share when you are at a quick service restaurant, share all your food out. I call this American tapas. This is basically where you get a load of different things and you put them into the center of the table and everyone just picks at it. Instead of this one person having you know, the turkey sandwich, cut that up, put it into the center. This person's got a pizza, cut that up, put it into the center. This person's gone for a, like a, a, a chicken and ribs. So if there's quite a few of you going, either sort of three or four or more of you going, you can quite easily just do this, um, this much easier way of just turning it into American tapas. So this is what we always do when we go. It's a great way of also trying lots of different things because sometimes you know you order something and you go, oh, actually, I wish I ordered that. Uh, so it's a much better way of doing it. Now, this brings me on to my next tip. And this is also for quick service restaurants as well. And that is to mobile order in peak sort of times, you know, Easter, Christmas, that kind of time. You can be queuing to order your food at quick service restaurant and getting it might even take just as long as going on one of the rides. You know, it can take absolutely ages to do this. Okay, Then you've got to go and find a table, all this kind of stuff. Mobile order. Split up as well. Do the mobile ordering outside the restaurant, unless you want to actually have a look at the menu up on the top. Just do it on your phone. Do it in sort of five, ten minutes you know, as you're walking along, actually to go to the restaurant. Do it on there. Just need to download the Universal Orlando app. Put through your order, and then you just turn up. You show your phone. It comes and tells you when, when it's ready. You show your phone and that's it. You go and pick it up. So the rest of the people in your group can go and find a table. Uh, and then a couple of minutes later, you'll be there with uh, all the food. Obviously, if, it's, if there's quite a lot of food, you might need sort of two or three people to carry it back. So you can kind of work that out. But you don't all need to go up to go and pick it up. This then brings me on to my next tip as well is if you do actually want to have individuals instead of sharing them out, look at the kids meals. Now, kids meals are meant to be for nine years old and below. But by mobile ordering, you circumnavigate those awkward questions that you might get. So, for example, if you were a group of uh, adults or, for example, you're a family of four, but the kids are a bit older, so teenagers, so clearly not uh, nine years old. Now, the teenagers will probably eat adults' meals, but if you really think like me, you probably just want to have just the kids' meals. It gets so hot and humid in Orlando that actually all I want is a small kids meal i want the bigger drink uh but i don't want all the extra kind of stuff that comes with an adult meal try where i can to order the kids meals and you can do this if you work sort of mixing it in so instead of for example again if, you, if there's four of you that should be ordering adult meals actually if two of you want to order kids meals or if three of you want to order kids meals as long as one adult meal is going through when you go and pick it up no one's going to sort of bat an eyelid uh, and question it so that is my top tip is smaller portions or, as I said beforehand, share. Either uh, share one main uh, adult meal between two uh, people 
or cut it up, put it all in the center of the table and do your American style tapas. Okay, so now we've kind of covered off some of the tips. Let's move on to the restaurants. Now, the first restaurant we're going to do is for breakfast. It is open throughout the rest of the day, but this is really the place that you kind of go to for breakfast. Pretty much no hotels in Orlando or in America for that kind of uh include breakfast there's a few that do include breakfast but pretty much most of them don't include breakfast so you're going to need something now we always kind of recommend just take you know get some belvitas that kind of stuff uh, and put them uh, and just have them in the room what a lot of people do is when they arrive they do an uber eats delivery uh, where they go and bring all your grocery deliveries and then you just put it in your hotel room or uh, and then you've got like a load of uh, drink and snacks and breakfast items but if you haven't had breakfast that morning because you want to get there super early, especially if you're staying on site and you've got that extra hour in the park. What I personally would do for extra magic uh, time in the park is I would go and use that extra hour, go to the back of the park, go and do the rides, go and do Velocicoaster, go and do Hagrid's, get in the queues for those whilst the queues are uh, much kind of shorter, then circle back and then have breakfast afterwards. That is my pro tip for that. Croissant Moon Bakery is at the port of entry, so it's kind of pretty much as you walk into the park, and they have some amazing Danishes. You will smell it as you walk past. The Danishes are really, really uh, lovely when you go inside there. And again, you can do the mobile ordering on there. But I do kind of find with uh, someone like the bakery, is that sometimes you want to see it because you'll look at something and go, well, it looks pretty tasty. I'm going to have one of those as well. So it might just be a case of actually with this one, unless there's going to be a big queue, which generally there kind of isn't, uh, just go in and just uh, do it all on the app. You can go there in the morning and they do some uh, really, really nice breakfast options. So you can sort of go and have uh, sort of different kind of pastries. But they also do like the filled croissants as well. So you can get like a, a ham, egg and cheese croissant. Um, you can get a bacon, egg and cheese croissant. This is kind of depends how you like it. How you, if you want bacon or you want a ham. Uh, or you can get an empanda. Em, em empanda, I can never pronounce it properly. So sorry for my pronunciation. And these are all about $8. So that's kind of like a nice way to sort of set up your days to get sort of something like that. You can sit down in there. They also do like an on-the-run continental breakfast, which is a fruit cup. Uh, so you can get a bit of fruit in the park. You get a Danish or a muffin, and you also get a breakfast drink as well. Uh, so that's kind of quite good. That's about $10. Um, and just like a drink on its own is pretty kind of expensive, like a fruit cup on the road. I think they're just under $5. So it's kind of quite good to that. Um, later in the day, they switch over to um, sandwiches. And all the sandwiches um, are served with a potato salad and some seasonal fruit as well. Um, because otherwise, it, that's quite expensive because they're about $13, $14, dollars $14. $14. $14. $14. $14. $14. $14. $14. $14. $14. $14. $14. $14. $14. $14. $14. $14. $14. $14. $14. $14. $14. $14. $14. $14. $14. $14. $14. $14. $14. $14. $14. $
uh, souvenir cup. Uh, and one of those is $19. With all these prices, you need to add uh, sales tax on top of them as well. But more important, you're going to get unlimited refills throughout the day uh, in that cup. And you can buy more cups as well. So if you buy uh, two cups, it brings the price down to about $17. If you buy uh, three to six cups, it brings it down to about $15 per cup. You don't need a cup each. You can share them if you really want to. Uh, and there's loads of places you can get. Uh, they've got the freestyle machine. So it's the, the ones that you might have seen in uh, Five Guys. Put them in. There's over 100 different sort of drinks that you can get in there. Uh, really good. When you think about it, um, you, for the amount of money you're going to spend, for if you're, if you're going to spend $4.30, you're going to have another drink within an hour at least because it's so warm over there. So it is worth doing that. Now, what you can do is you can recharge that uh, freestyle cup uh, the next day or whenever you want, basically. Uh, and that is just $12 to do that. So you don't need to buy new cups every single day. So that's kind of a good way of just reactivating that so it brings down the price. That is the Croissant Moon Bakery. Let's move on to Thunder Falls Terrace. So this is located in the Jurassic Park, Jurassic World uh, area. It has an amazing view of the Jurassic Park River ride. Uh, and you can watch people get absolutely soaked. It does have a terrace, uh, as the kind of name explains. It is slightly hidden. Uh, it's not necessarily always like the, the most uh, popular, but I think it's one of the best places to eat really big portions there so again this is somewhere that you can go and you can share uh, a meal uh, whilst you're there um, you can sit outside as i said and look at the at the ride she's got really nice sort of like tropical kind of uh, feel to it so what's on the menu it's all barbecue once you're inside so you can get things like the char-grilled ribs you can get the chicken and ribs platter um, they do do rice bowls which is which is nice and they also do the meatless chorizo as well there's uh wings combos uh half roast chickens there's also salads as well so you can have a rotisserie chicken salad lots of different choices if you do like barbecue food it is a great place uh to come to it's one of the only places where you can do combos so this is where you're going to get your meal and then a drink now the drink is going to be uh not a coca-cola drink it's going to be a milkshake and they are good milkshakes so uh with something like the the chicken and ribs that on its own um it says rotisserie chicken and also ribs uh that is normally about 18 dollars 50 on its own and the milkshake's about seven dollars so you're looking at sort of 25 dollars 50 uh in total to have the two things together if you buy them separately or buy them as a combo and it's 23 dollars so you're saving sort of two dollars two dollars 50 by doing it as a combo and they are really good milkshakes um, so it is something to kind of think about that actually if you want to have a massive meal what a lot some people do is they don't have breakfast they have a massive because this is going to be a very protein heavy kind of meal and you know the things that kind of come with it they're going to weigh you down a little bit as well so if you are having for example that chicken and ribs platter so that's a, a rotisserie chicken the ribs that are in the barbecue glaze you've got roasted corn and you also got potatoes as well so it's a very heavy um lunch to have so you might want to have that as a lunch and then probably might probably get away with just having a snack later on you probably don't need to have as much which means that you can actually sort of treat yourself have that milkshake uh, as well so really good uh, place to go and again you can do mobile ordering at this restaurant uh really nice salads as well so if i kind of think if not everyone wants to have uh um uh, something quite as heavy uh you can also go for the uh for the salads are there they do do beer as well, so you can get draft beer, you can get cans of beer, and they do the, the hard liquor, the seltzers, 
Um, so they do the, the vodka seltzers, uh, which I think is a blackberry lemonade uh, one. And they also do wine there as well. So you can kind of sit there and have your barbecue food and have a nice uh, chill out. Also do a brokey as well, which is a chocolate chip cookie filled brownie. Uh, and again, if you've got space after having one of those rotisserie chickens, let's say pretty big, then uh, yeah, this this has been like a good place uh, to go to if you can fit it in. Next up, no list of the best quick service restaurants in a theme park would be complete without the free broomsticks. If you're a fan of the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, this is definitely a place that you are going to go and want to go and eat. So you step into the free broomsticks, you are like being in Hogsmeade. Um, it is a, such a good, a, a cool restaurant to go into. Just the theming alone, it's worth just popping into. And if you don't actually like any of the food on the menu, just to go and have a little look around. Now, quite interesting for this place is they also do breakfast as well. Breakfast is uh, about $18 for an adult and $13 for a child. So a child is nine or under. Uh, and there's quite a few different sort of choices to go for. Um, they do things like a porridge breakfast, which is... Uh, steamed oats with uh, fresh fruit and a croissant uh, you can get continental breakfast that's fresh fruit in the croissant and jams get pancakes but also you can get a I'm gonna, this is inverted commas um, a traditional English breakfast so if you are kind of missing you know, your sausage and things like that uh, eat sausage links not sort of what we would kind of consider as sausages but they do have black pudding and they have English bacon uh, compared to the American sort of, sort of bacon and they also have baked beans grilled tomato um, mushrooms and breakfast potatoes as well so I haven't quite kind of got the hang of it completely but it's the same price everything so if I'm looking there thinking right if I'm going to pay $18 for that traditional English breakfast or I can get some oats um, with some fresh fruit and a croissant I think I'm definitely going to probably going to go for the uh, uh, for the traditional English breakfast breakfast is served until 10 30 uh, each morning so again, if you're doing the uh, early theme park entry, you can get in, go into the park early, and then you can go and have breakfast afterwards. So you don't gonna have to rush straight for there because no one wants to see that food again uh, by doing that and then going on to Hagrid's or onto Velocicoaster. So yeah, for lunch and for dinner, um, some of it's a bit similar to what you can get over in the uh, in Thunder Falls. So you can do like a chicken and ribs platter again. They do sort of traditional. Uh, English food as well, so it's fish and chips, of course, apparently all we eat. Um, shepherd's pie with a salad, uh, beef patties, they do a, a, a half roast chicken, they do smoked turkey legs, not really an English thing, but apparently it is. Um, then also do a, a, a mushroom pie platter as well, so it's the vegan option. That's actually really, really nice, and they do quite a few uh, salads. Also a kid's meal, so the kid's meal uh, is fish and chips, chicken legs, uh, chicken fingers or macaroni cheese what you can do uh, and this is not going to be in any way uh, vegetarian or vegan uh, so if you are uh, either of those then this is not for you uh, but you can do the great feast so you can be a bit like in uh, the harry potter films where they're having the great feast um, and you can have your own great feast uh, the first course is going to be a fresh garden salad and it's got a really nice vignette dressing on top and then the main course is a combination of rotisserie chicken, spare ribs, corn on the cob, uh, and roast potato. It's basically a bit like the chicken and ribs platter that you're going to get um, here or also in Thunder Terrace Falls, but on a supersized version. And it works out cheaper than it, it's meant to feed four people, realistically. That's four Americans. So realistically, you can probably get you know, five people. 
quite quite easy. Uh, it's maybe even sort of six actually. So if you are a big group, it's actually quite a good way of doing it. But it does also mean everyone's going to be eating the same kind of stuff. So it is a great way of just sort of like sharing. It's also so much easier as well because you just bring over this massive platter. And you do feel like you are in the Great Hall and you are um, uh, in the Harry Potter film having this amazing feast. Um, also, whilst you're here, you can get yourself a nice beer if you want to. They do uh, non-alcoholic cider. Uh, they do... Now, this is actually my favourite thing. Um, is they do the pumpkin juice. Uh, and pumpkin juice is absolutely delicious. Um, I would just have this all the time. It's not on the Coca-Cola freestyle, uh, unfortunately. So it's a bit of a shame you um, in fact, actually, within the Wisdom World of Harry Potter, you won't find any of the branded uh, products. You won't find any Coca-Cola products inside because they don't exist in the Wisdom World. So um, in here, you're going to have uh, sort of like gilly water. Uh, you're going to have the pumpkin juice, pumpkin fizz, uh, lemonade, and of course, butter beer. So you can have uh, butter beer, you can have frozen butter beer, or you can have hot butter beers. There's three different ways of having butter beer. Uh, and it means you don't have to queue up, but butter beer is kind of, it's quite filling. Uh, I probably wouldn't have it with a meal unless I was having a sort of a smaller kind of meal. And then for desserts, you can have more butter beer. Uh, you can have butter beer ice cream. You can have butter beer potted cream. Uh, and they also have different ice creams and apple pies as well. So plenty of different things that you can get uh, yourself uh, into in, in eating whilst you're uh, over in Hogsmeade. So you, and just go in for the feeding if you don't want to eat in the food. Just go in for the feeding because it's absolutely amazing. Now we've done all so far the quick service restaurants, but let's move on to a table service restaurant. So with this one, you can make a reservation uh, online in advance if you want to. It's casual, so don't feel you have to get dressed up or anything. Remember, you are in a theme park. So this is the confisco grill i'm probably pronouncing it absolutely wrong it's in port of entry so again sort of close to the front of the theme park and there's quite a lot of twists with this one so it's not just the same kind of food uh churned out again there's quite a varied uh menu well should go here so it does mean that everyone kind of gets something that they kind of kind of like it's mo much more varied than you know, it's not just italian food it's not just a whatever kind of food so to kind of give you a bit of an example some of the the appetizers the starters you can have tuna nachos you can have wings you can have quesadillas yeah you can have uh, uh chicken wraps you can have hummus again quite a, a variety of different kind of things uh for your main courses you can have a superfood salad um you can have the the heart romaine uh, caesar salad um you can have chicken curry as well uh, it's not with that spicy. It's a yellow curry, so it's usually not the of that spicy. It also comes with a naan bread as well. Really nice. You can have sweet and sour sticky ribs. Penne alla vodka is something that's very interesting. So this is grilled Italian sausage, uh, olives, uh, cherry tomatoes, um, and then it's all kind of uh, uh, served together in a light tomato vodka cream sauce. Uh, so it's pasta dish. Very kind of different uh, and quite really tasty as well. Uh, you've got the half roast uh, chicken, pad thai, to fancy something a bit kind of different. Uh, you can have a, a tuna noodle bowl. And they also do the Korean fried rice uh, bowls as well. Vegetarian, vegan option is the pumpkin and squash ravioli. So you can also get um, sort of different sandwiches as well there. So they do a pork belly, um, uh, one that's kind of like an Asian sort of pork belly one. 
and they do a chipotle chicken wrap uh, and also a chicken sandwich as well drinks there they do some really kind of cool cocktails you can do some non-alcoholic drinks you can do a mango lassie um, you can do a chocolate strawberry lassie which is really cool as well and um, the coca-cola freestyle machines there aren't any in here so if you do have those you won't be able to use them whilst you're in here unfortunately you can get a milkshake if you want to they do a fruit slush as well which is really nice uh, it's a nice way of taking some time away from uh, walking around the theme park sit down you know this is an hour and a half maybe two hours out of your day to sit down chill out relax you know, let those feet relax a little bit you have walked around the theme parks a lot uh, also if you get sort of getting used to the time difference as well i wouldn't book this on your first day because when you're trying to get used to the time difference your body's a bit messed up and so is when you're hungry you probably don't actually know when you're going to be hungry so try and book it for maybe your like your second or third day that you're going to be at Universal because it just means that you're going to have uh, time to get used to the time difference. Most people do Universal. If they're doing a twin center, they do Universal and then go to uh, Walt Disney World to explain in another podcast the reasons behind that. So for me, this is a great restaurant and something where you can go and everyone can have something a bit different compared to what they were kind of like the normal kind of theme park food. And also you get to sit down and relax as well. Lastly, and by definitely no means least, because this restaurant is constantly voted as the best theme park restaurant in the world, it is Mythos. This is in the Lost Continent area, which is really cool uh, apart the theme park. I really like it. It's not a huge amount to do around there. Now they kind of shut down some of the attractions. I really, really like uh, the, the area over there. And I think that's the reason why the Lost Continent is still there is because Mythos is still there. Um, is where Greek mythology comes to life. The food there as well is a nice combination, a mix of Mediterranean, Asian and American food as well. It is, the theming in there is absolutely stunning. Uh, this is one of the uh, restaurants that we always try and go to. It's not particularly expensive for a table series restaurant, especially in the theme park and especially voted the best one in the world. You'd think it'd be a lot more expensive than it actually is. It's not cheap by any sort of stretch of imagination but it's not overly expensive. Um, I really, really love it. Let's have a little look at what is on the menu uh, when you go to Mythos. So for the starters and uh, the appetizers, we've got some uh, amazing uh, lamb meatballs. There's calamari. You've got the sushi, the katsu sushi. Um, there's hummus as well. Grilled octopus. Expect to see grilled octopus in a finger pub? Probably not. Uh, they've got a meze platter as well. So this has got hummus and baba ganoush and fennel and some pita as well. Really cool. Um, soups, you can have a nice soup to start with. So you can have like a Tuscan uh, tomato soup or you can do the uh, the chef's signature Greek salad or the the, the wedge, uh, so it's the iceberg lettuce wedge that we've got different uh, things inside it. Now you can actually add a uh, a soup or a the heart the romaine salad to your main to have it as a side as opposed to having it as an uh, as a starter so let's go through some of the starters so you've got things like the spinach and garlic ravioli um we've got the, the the roasted chicken the beef loin medallions are really nice uh you've also got couscous bowls as well so this week have like you can have tofu or you can have lamb kebab you can have beef kebab as well sea scallops the catch of the day and this is at market price we don't really have this in the UK, but market prices, because the food is going to be uh, different every single day, 
is you actually know what the food's going to, what the price is going to be. So you need to ask your server what it's going to be. Raised lamb shank is one of the really, really nice things that I had. The pad thai, uh, the pork chop, wild salmon. Uh, you can have the signature lamb burger, the balsamic grilled chicken sandwich. All amazing uh, dishes. The other thing you've got to remember, of course, is when you are in any table service restaurant is you're going to have, obviously, whatever the price is. So, for example, something like the, the lamb burger is $21. But if you were paying that, you're not actually paying $21. One, you need to add sales tax on top of that. And then you need to add on your tips, so your gratuities as well. So, referral, I found quite easily, just add 25% on top to, uh, then you've overestimated it that's roughly going to be how much you'd be paying so 20 to 25 percent on top depending on how much you're going to tip basically in here you can also get one of those mango lasses you can get caravan lasses these are all non-alcoholic uh ones as well so there are absolutely some amazing places to go to when you go to islands of adventure a lot of people think that the that the food uh universal uh it's just theme park food it is not a hoax of we have changed your mind a little bit about that and you can see that there are so many different places uh, to go and eat when you go to Universal's Islands of Adventure. Hopefully you found that really interesting and I really hope that now you're going to go and try out some of these amazing restaurants when you go to Universal's Islands of Adventure. If you want to get in touch with us we are here to help you book and plan your trip to Orlando. Our Orlando gurus are paired up with you and what they will then do is spend the time to go all the way from helping you pick the best places to stay right the way through to when you get home. So you can have the same person, same point of contact for the entire time. If you want to get in touch with us, please visit our website. All the website details are in the show notes or visit orlandoinsider.co.uk. That's orlandoinsider.co.uk. Thank you very much for listening and have a magical day.